Dear friends, I'm Shanice J. Thank you so much for tuning into Love Her Will, the new voice of willpower. Today we have a special guest, Miss Latanya Roberts. Hi, Latanya. How you doing? Hi. How are you? Glad Good. to be here. Thank you for being here. Latanya was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer at the young age of 38 years old. She's a devoted mother of two and enjoys expressing herself through TikTok videos. Thank you so much for being here, Latanya. You look beautiful. I love your yellow hat. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here and glad to be a part of your um, this platform. This okay. is my first podcast, so oh, <laughs> I'm good. excited. <laughs> well, I feel lucky that you picked me to share your story. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. So- Love her well, I'm spoken gonna tell you how you feel, no fake news, no, well power gonna get you that real, black girl power in hills, everyone's equal, that's how I feel, black girl power in hills, everyone's equal, that's how I feel, gotta love her well, you gotta Never love quit, her well, you gotta love her well, say that, you gotta love her well, you gotta love her well, solid, gotta love her well, you gotta love her well, connect with your willpower, Tell the viewers a little bit about yourself. Like, where are you from? What do you like to do? Or, well, I'm from a small town of um, Gaston, North Carolina, um, and I have um, two children. I have an eight-year-old daughter and a 16-year-old son. He's going to be 17 this month, actually. So, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's he's going to be 18 soon. But uh, yeah. And um, I actually recently got married to my longtime boyfriend. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So I'm excited about that. Um, yeah. um, I also, you know, since I've been home, I, you know, I like singing, watching movies, try to do activities when I can. You know, okay. just, yeah. Oh, I wish I could sing. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know if you want to drop a note or two. <laughs> oh, <laughs> No, I won't put you on the spot, but that's beautiful. And congratulations again for getting married. It's just so nice that, you know, during this time, even though we're battling breast cancer, that we Mm -hmm. still can have, you know, happy moments in our life, you know, especially with, you know, with family and friends and, you know, creating, you know, new loved ones. And so you say longtime boyfriend. So how long have y'all been together? Um, We have been together like going on six years. So it was time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. It was time. So <laughs> look, good for him for going ahead and uh, <laughs> popping the question. That is yeah. good. So we're going to go ahead and get into it a little bit about, you know, your, your personal journey. Do you remember when and how you discovered that, that you had breast cancer? Yes, I remember like it was yesterday. Um, I was actually in the shower okay. and that's when I felt the lump. It was in my, uh, in my left breast. It was big. Um, I just it just didn't feel soft like my other breast, so I knew something was going on. But mm-hmm. you know, at the time, I thought maybe it was like a cyst. Okay. I just never, I just didn't never think about breast cancer at the time. So right, wow. But so did you? So what what happened next after you felt that lump? What what were your next steps? Well, um, my next step. I actually didn't do anything at that time, um, but I noticed as the week progressed, well, in the following week, my breast kept hurting off and on, mm. and it, it wasn't going away. I thought maybe it was work-related because I worked a strenuous job, and sometimes I would 
make a mistake and hit myself in the breast. Right. But um, I would say maybe a couple of weeks went by. I said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and make an appointment to see my doctor to see what's going on because I don't think it's not going away. And I did notice too that the lump, it seemed like it had gotten bigger. So so that's when I really was like, okay, let me go ahead and go to the doctor and see what's going on. Yeah. So was it a struggle getting the doctor to to listen to you? Or did they kind of right away sign you up for like a mammogram and, you know, a biopsy, you know, my MRI or x-ray? You know what? The doctor, she um, listened to my concerns. Okay. And she saw my breast and she went ahead and scheduled an appointment for me to go ahead and get a mammogram done. That was the okay. next step. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do you remember, so how did you feel when you first heard those words, you have breast cancer? I was in shock. Um, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Oh, take your time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't know. It's okay, go ahead, go get you some. Get you some Kleenex. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's really hard to hear that. Um, um I was um, I'm sorry. <clears throat> okay, take your time. I was actually, um, I was at the grocery store when, when the nurse called me. Oh wow. Um, yeah, so I was definitely in shock. I um, she, you know, answered the phone. And I was like, she said, well, we have your results from your biopsy. I said, okay. I said, said, what is it? She said, it's it's breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And I just, you know what? I hung up the phone. I was so much in shock. Oh, wow. I hung up, but I did call her back. And Mm -hmm. then that's all like, do you know what stage it is? And, you know, they said that's when they have to do one more test and, you know, let me know. But um, I was just so much in shock. My my nerves were just shot. And, it, it took so much for me just to hold my composure because I had to check out. Right. And um, I was putting my groceries away, just crying and people were staring, but <laughs> they yeah. didn't know what was going on. Right. And my mom, she was the first person that I called. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Just take yeah. a minute. I know it's really hard. Even just telling our story, it's almost like we relive that moment all yeah. over again. You know, whether we're telling our friends and family about it, or, you know, it's just, it's just, I mean, it's just hard to even to talk about. And it's hard to just even hear again that, okay, I, I'm living with breast cancer. Yeah. Wow. And then after, so how did you feel um, when you finally found out what stage you were? Like, what was the process then um, as far as finding out? You know, I was, um, I just couldn't believe it, you know, and it's like, for some reasons, like I, <laughs> I kind of had a feeling that I was stage four. I guess um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just because my fear was like it was spread all over my body. You yeah. know, it seems like that's when mostly people find out. Right. You know, sometimes, but yeah, I was just I couldn't believe it. Um, wow. I just yeah, I just kind of felt numb. <laughs> you yeah. Know? That, yeah. And I can definitely relate to that numb feeling. Um, mm-hmm. I remember when I first was diagnosed, um, I I just was just looking. It's like in an awe, you know, just staring. Yeah, exactly, just staring at the doctor, and yeah. my mom was crying, and I was, you know, it was that numb feeling. Like it's almost like it's un- unrealistic. Um, yeah. 
Wow. So how difficult was it to tell your family and friends once you got that news? Well, like I said, I told my mom right away and I actually had, um, I had stopped by the uh, store to get gas. I put gas in my car and I seen one of my brothers mm-hmm. at the grocery store. Okay. And he didn't know what was going on. I was like, you know, I just went and hugged him. He was just holding me and um, for a long time before I could even tell him what was yeah. going on. And I told him and uh, he just hugged me and, you know, told me everything was going to be okay. And yeah. um, told my and told my um, sister at, well, actually my sister, she worked in the healthcare field. Okay. And my, um, my personal doctor, they work in the same office. So some of the nurses had got the results and they had already told my sister. Oh, so okay. Yeah. I never, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And, so this is just, you know, before I can even mention it, but yeah, pretty much my whole family, my yeah. immediate family, they knew right away the same day because mm-hmm. I knew I needed that support because yeah. there's no way I could just go through this by myself, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and that's, that's good that you were willing to, cause some, some women, they feel kind of embarrassed a little bit about it. Yeah. Did you feel mm-hmm. kind of a sense of embarrassment when you were like t- telling like your friends about what was going on? Yeah, I felt embarrassed. Like, and I felt like it was my fault that mm-hmm. I got breast cancer. And um, and I know, you know, illnesses happen to people, and sometimes it's not something that they've done, you know. But right. yeah, I felt like it was my fault. I felt ashamed, and and um, yeah, I don't know why yeah. I felt that way, but I did. Yeah. Know? And um, so what what do you think let like caused your breast cancer? Where is was it a uh, history in your family um did you did you die were you um tested positive for a, a BRCA mutation or do you think it was environmental like what do you think led up to I guess getting breast cancer well the BRCA genes I did get tested for that and they said I didn't have it okay um in my, in my immediate family no history of breast cancer but just um I think I had a, a great great grandmother that okay. had breast cancer yeah and actually during that time when I found out I had breast cancer I was very very stressed out yeah Um, work uh, work work-wise and just personal stuff going on I was really stressed out a lot and and I don't know if that could have caused it and you know I don't know yeah and sometimes we kind of beat ourselves up because like you said we feel like it's our fault yeah like why you know why me and mm-hmm. try not to ask that question. Yeah. You know, we feel like God, you know, he doesn't make mistakes, but it's, we can't help it, but ask like why and how, yeah. um, did you kind of go crazy a little bit with Googling things about, you know, <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. I tortured myself, you know, because yeah. even the doctor said, don't, don't, um, Google anything, but I couldn't have, I couldn't help it. Yeah. I had to know, um, you know, the first thing I looked up, how long do I have to live? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, and just um, like, especially when they told me what type of breast cancer I had. Okay. And so I was looking it up and trying to see um, what could have caused causes and yeah. I don't know. It was just a lot. Yeah. 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 Wow. Ooh, it's that's it's just so much, you know, yeah. to, to to think about and mm-hmm. and there's so many questions because, like you said, you know. We didn't, at first you didn't expect to have breast cancer. That wasn't on your mind. 
And and then you don't have any family history that, you know, as far as intermediate. So Mm -hmm. you're like, what is breast cancer? You know, what does it mean to be in stage four? Does it mean I'm going to, like you said, does it mean I'm going to die in a couple of weeks or months? And, you know, all those questions. And the doctors, they tell us a little bit, but not really. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They don't really sit down and take the time to explain in detail everything. Um, So what were your, what was your treatment plan like? Did you have to do chemo, radiation, or surgeries? What was that plan like? Um, No surgeries, um, no radiation, just straight chemo. Yeah, I did chemo. Um, I was doing a clinical trial, immunotherapy. Okay. And um, also I was doing um, (laughs) patrizumab, you know, those weird sites. Um, Yeah. um, Yeah, and um, patrizumab. Okay. I don't think yeah. I've heard of that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. But um, currently, they, um, currently, I'm just taking the uh, tri- um, trifuse. I can't even say it. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> okay. And um, trifuzumab. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure somebody watching will know what you're yeah, talking know. about. There's so many, yeah, there's so many different um, drugs out there. And so yeah. is that a, is that an IV or you're doing it or like an oral pill? Um, I'm actually on that. Um, do my, I have? I still have my port. Okay. So they do it that way. Yeah. Okay. They, mm-hmm. So you're going yeah. every three weeks or or every week? Every three. Every three weeks. Wow. Mm-hmm. And yeah. did they say how long you have to do that? Pretty much um, for the rest of my life. Wow. And that's, you know, that's to mm-hmm. keep me keep my body uh, stable. And I like to use the word remission. A lot of people don't like to use it for stage four, but I'm claiming my, my healing. Yeah. <laughs> remission. You're right. We should, my we body is remission. And yeah. um, so, and, you know, it comes with some side effects that I have to deal with, but not to the point where I, I can't yeah. take it anymore. But if something were to happen where if I have some sort of progression, mm-hmm. then they do have other treatments that they can put me on. Okay. And explain um, some of those um, side effects that you're dealing with, if you don't mind, like how, how is the treatments making you feel and how's it affecting like your daily life? Yeah. um, Well, fatigue (laughs) for one is like, I don't, it's like, I can't shake it sometimes, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Fatigue as I just feel tired. I don't feel like doing anything, you know? And I know, Mm -hmm. um, I have to get up, you know, instead yeah. of laying in bed, you know, because I don't want to like, it's like, I don't want to waste my day or my time laying in the bed all the time. Right. But um, yeah, fatigue and oh my God, chemo brain. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> like, look, hence our papers in front of us, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> chemo <laughs> brain is. I, I look at lots of the text, right? And then my yeah. husband's like, look at what you sent me. I'm like, oh my God. I don't know. Yeah. And we're, you know, we have to laugh at ourselves because, you know, we go through so much serious things that Mm -hmm. are happening to us, our bodies. We have to Mm -hmm. find laughter in some of the small things like chemo brain because we, I mean, getting our words mixed up and just, you know, just forgetting (laughs) the smallest little things, you know, one time I put my cell phone in a refrigerator. I mean, it's just, (laughs) yeah. yeah, it's just little things like that. But that fatigueness, oh my, I can definitely relate to that. It's just, and it's not like you're sleepy. It's for mm-hmm. those that are watching, it's not, fatigue is not, oh, I'm sleepy. I'm going to lay down, take a nap. 
We lay down, take a nap, and we still feel like we never slept. Exactly. You just feel extremely drained. And I know being a mother, um, you can't stay in bed all the time. You know, you have to take care of your, your, your children and, and, you know, and you're now you're married and stuff. So it's like, we have to kind of push ourselves to fight that fatigueness. Yeah. Now, did you, are you losing any of your hair from the chemotherapy? Um, yeah, I, yeah, I lost all of my hair when I was doing chemotherapy and I know it seems superficial, but that really hurt me the no. most. <laughs> like, Don't feel like that. These physical changes and yeah. I'm like bad enough. Okay. I, you know, doctor said I have cancer. Then it's like, I'm losing my, I, I'm losing my identity. I don't feel like myself anymore. Mm-hmm. My hair, my hair is gone. Lashes go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And my face broke out. Because my yes. skin used to be clear, and I had, like, spots all over my face. It was just horrible, yes. you know. But the doctor said, well, that means it's working. <laughs> Whatever that means. Right, yeah. But still, it affects our self-esteem. Um, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and so do you, um, what, so you, um, do you find joy in kind of doing makeup and playing around with makeup and wigs and stuff like that? I have, like, a bunch of wigs that I try on and wear. Um, to kind of help my self-esteem a mm-hmm. little bit. And um, okay. so what are some things that you do to help your self-esteem? Yeah, like the wigs. I got into wearing wigs. I'm like, if I'm going to wear a wig, I'm yeah. going to wear me a nice wig. Right. They kind, of, um, they kind of favor my hair some, you know, but um, yeah, because yeah, the wigs they give you at the hospital, oh my God, they horrible. I said, right, you see not- my face? <laughs> <laughs> do not give me a 60-year-old wig. Right. Oh, no, but um, yeah, I drove um, different wigs and, you know, but they're not done today, but like my eyebrows. Yeah. Yes. I definitely have improved a lot with those drawing my eyebrows on. Right. Right. You have to learn. Yeah. You have to learn so much. And yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. And like I said, I want to point out again what you said about the 60 year old wig a lot of these um, places that are for breast cancer survivors where they give us bras or prosthesis and um, wigs, they don't, they're not really made for us. The young, you know, young women of color, a lot of resources are not for us, you know, and we need more resources that are for us. We need more Mm -hmm. voices being heard that are from, from us again, you know, you're, you're such a young age and, you're not thinking about getting breast cancer, you know, at the age, you know, and, um, you know, and that's why I'm so happy to do this podcast because we just need to be heard. Um, so, so you're going through chemotherapy currently. Did you have to have any, you said no surgeries? No surgeries. I I did ask him about, about getting a double mastectomy, but he felt like it was unnecessary because yeah. of what state it is, but okay. I guess, you know, because I've, I've, well, some women I've talked to said that even though some doctors were against it, they still okay. did it anyway. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, this, yeah, because I'm in a, um, you know, I'm in different groups and I like to hear women's stories and their experience and what they're going through. Yeah. But yeah, she, one lady, she was saying how she got a double mastectomy anyway, even though the doctor didn't mm-hmm. want to. Yeah. And where, where did your um, cancer spread to? Because you're considered metastatic breast cancer, everyone. And mm-hmm. the metastatic breast cancer means that the cancer has moved away from the breast to other parts of the body. And, um, and it's a little harder to treat. 
and you also have to live with it for the rest of your life. So that's what metastatic breast cancer is. I'm saying that for everybody that's listening. So where did yours spread to? Um, it spread to my liver and my um, backbone, oh, wow. um, hip free spots. Yeah, so it's like on my femur, my tailbone, yeah. my spine. Mm. And um, so, yeah, it's been, um, yeah. yeah, you know what, speaking about my story, now, I was having back problems, my back was hurting, and I'm thinking about it, Oh wow. and at the time, you know, I thought it was just because of, um, like I said, again, work, Yeah, but just because of um, cancer. Wow. Yeah, and, wow. Um, but the, um, it is actually, it's clear in my liver. So I'm okay. thankful for that. Good. Thank you, God. <laughs> yeah. And the spots have gone down a lot on my back. So oh, good. Yeah. everything good. is stable. Thank God. <laughs> yes, it's a blessing. And mm-hmm. I want to backtrack. What um, kind of breast cancer is it? Was it, you know, was it hormone receptive or is it HR, you know, H-E-R positive? I mean, I said her, <laughs> H-E-R. Her two positive look. Yeah. <laughs> Emo brain. Here we go. Kicking in. Yeah. <laughs> Were you HER2 positive? Yes, I was okay. HER2 positive. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's a, for those of you listening in, those, that's a aggressive cancer, HER2 positive. And um, that's why she's doing IV treatment um, compared, you know, to someone that might have to do oral treatment if they're not HER2 positive. Um, wow. And I'm just glad it's clearing up. So the medicine is working. You mm-hmm. know, I hope that maybe one day they'll stop you from, Oh yeah, having that's to do my, chemo. Yes, right. I claim that. I claim yes. my healing. You yes. know that that I'm gonna be healed of this, and you know, yes. you know, you know how it is. How some people are like, ah, oh, you know, I'm still. I, I claim my healing. Yes, you know. Yeah, yeah we have to. And mm-hmm. speaking of that, um, I didn't put this question down, but what are some things that helps you with your with your mental? you know, state, you know, soundness, like, how do you stay sound in your mind? Because this breast cancer, I mean, keeps, it can make us depressed, yeah. um, it can make us angry. So what are some things that help you kind of stay sound? Well, after basically, like going through those stages of feeling angry, mm-hmm. de- and depressed, and why me phase of my life, and just, yeah. you know, um, thinking I'm not going to have in the future, I, I had to change my mindset. And, yeah. and for me, that was a lot, but sometimes I could, I could be like kind of negative, right. you know, looking at situations, Yeah. but I had to change my mindset. Um, I, you know, um, I, I got a, a prayer life now, <laughs> <laughs> I have a prayer life now. I just, you know, I just started praying and, you know, yeah. just, um, seeking God for some clarification and, right. uh, you know, like God, not i like this um just um healing scriptures i like to read those that, yeah you know because they kind of that keeps me that i'm well i'm whole this can't be right. going not coming back and That's you know good. and also just on the natural just you know knowing just spending time with my children my family yeah. that really helps me um keeps me motivated and keeps my mind um occupied yeah. just thinking That's about good. something we got going on just give me something to look forward to Right. Yeah. Right. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's a blessing. That yeah. really is. Um, what are some new things you discovered during your journey? Um, some new things I discovered, I realized how um, how mentally tough I, <laughs> I am. Yeah. Like I, 
after going through when I first found out. Um, you know, I end up I, I end up writing three songs. So I'm like, oh, okay. I'm a songwriter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I was going through the chemo and everything, and um, yeah, I just you know just write down some songs. You know, something kind of motivated to help me. Right. You know. Yeah, we learned we learned so much about ourselves during this time because yeah. you know we have we're not we're no longer working, right? No, I'm not. I'm not yeah, in most metastatic breast cancers, we thrivers we don't work, and so we learn so much about our creativity because we have to find <laughs> things to fill our time now that yeah. we're not working. Um, so, do you miss working a little bit? <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, I miss the paycheck. <laughs> right, <laughs> I was making some decent money, but uh, right. Um, but you know, when it's raining outside and real cold, I'm like, mm, well, I don't have to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but um, just the physical part, I guess, just moving around a lot and just kind of staying busy. But I knew that I couldn't. Yeah. You know, be going to going to treatment and still trying to work. Yeah, that would have been way too much. Yeah. Um, do you do you deal with any pain in your body? Um along um, with the fatigueness? I do. Um sometimes yeah. my um back still must my, my back still hurts sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes even my breast sometimes still hurts. Yeah. You know? But um it does more of the pain that you know I'd be feeling um yeah I do muscle spasms sometimes I get that yeah yeah those <laughs> yeah. are bad mm-hmm. yeah. wow. and uh, my feet is what kind of what I'm really having issues with okay. because it, it's, like, it's easy to get so numb easily oh wow really mm-hmm. so I have to um basically go to the foot doctor to um to treat my feet because you know I get um well I'm gonna sound gross but I get fungus you're fine. Yeah, yeah I get fungus underneath my toes oh wow so I have to constantly put some medicine on my feet every day yeah. so I won't have any um issues with that because some of my feet haven't been the same since I went through chemo yeah, yeah and chemo kills all those good cells mm-hmm. so um is, does your nails turn dark too as well yeah, my nails, my uh, well, my nails, they were just like real soft, like any of the things that I yeah. touched, it just hurt so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, they were they start they were starting to lift, but they never came off. It was my toes that had most damage, but yeah. I think by the time it got that bad, mm-hmm. he had, he was about to take me off of the chemo. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, it was like yeah. towards the end, and um. My eyes, I have eye, eye issues. I still have that now, chronic dry eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. And I'm asking you in detail because, you know, the pe- survivors and thrivers that are watching, you know, yeah. I want them to be able to kind of relate to what, mm-hmm. to our situation because they may go through the same thing. Yeah. So, you know, it kind of encourages them a little bit hearing it from you. At mm-hmm. any point, did you feel like you disagreed with your doctors or was it kind of kind of smooth sailing um, with your doctors? Um, I didn't really disagree with the doctor, but I did get a second opinion just to okay. get some, clar- some clarity on what he was saying to me because I just wanted to make sure that they were putting me on the right treatment okay. and on um, the, um, the right plan and right. what stage 
was and everything. Okay. Yeah. That's great. That was smart. That was really, that's good. Yeah. It's, there's nothing wrong with questioning your doctors and, you know, getting a second opinion because this is our life at yeah. you know, what we're talking about. This is life or death, you know, and we want them, we want to make sure that we are on the right plan and we're going, the doctors are going about it the right way because, you know, like I said, metastatic breast cancer, we're, we're having to live with it for now. And um, we want to live long lives with it. Um, it's been yeah. two years, right, for you now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we talked about how cancer, you know, made your face break out. And, um, you know, it can kind of make affect our self-esteem a little bit. What mm-hmm. are some things that you did that boost your confidence a little bit during treatment? Um, like again, I said, when, um, nice with keeping myself, oh, yeah, fixed that's right. Up. Yeah. yeah. Not letting, um, not letting, um, try not to let the situation, you know, get me down, even though yeah. I, I felt horrible. Sometimes I felt like I looked horrible, <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. And I've gained weight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look, I thought maybe I would lose weight, but I can't. Right. <laughs> yeah. And people be like, and everybody's like, oh, it's good that you're gaining weight. It's good. Yeah, and, we, like, and we're like, uh, we, I'm no. the one that got, I'm the one that got to carry this weight, you know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah Prednisone that they put you on. Mm-hmm. They they kept giving me that before that I did. Yeah. Thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Really- <laughs> and that's a that's a steroid, right? Yeah, steroid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, they put us on steroids. So you probably would have lost weight if they didn't do that. Yeah. Because um, um before I was actually officially diagnosed, I was losing weight at and then um. They put me on the steroids as well. I must have gained like 40 pounds um, mm-hmm. since I've been diagnosed as well. Yeah. So, so you've had a long journey with breast cancer. What do you think burdens you the most during this journey? What kind of upsets you the most about all of this? Just um, feel like I'm, even though I, like I'm trying to be positive and, you know, live a good life. Just having it over my head that I still have to constantly go to the doctor. Yeah. Have to get scans because like I'm reminded of it. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially every three months when I get my scans and everything. I just want it to go away. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, like, but I can't run from it. I have to deal with it. Right. You know? So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. It's just like once you get kind of comfortable at home, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. I got another appointment. Yeah, I got to go. I got another doctor's appointment. And yeah, so I definitely understand. Um, what what can you say has been the biggest help? So we talked about what burdens you the most, but what has been the biggest help um, that could help the next breast cancer survivor that's watching this? What has helped you the most? Um, this um, having a good support system that really helps mm-hmm. a lot. Someone that's going to listen to you, yeah. um, let you, let you vent cry, scream, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, it, you know, someone that can understand. I mean, sometimes family, they don't understand yeah. how you feel, yeah. um, you know, being a breast cancer patient, but yeah, just try to find a support system, you know, find something that you, that makes you feel good. Um, yeah. mentally, physically, you know, to keep your mind off things, you know, um, yeah no that's good no it's true and like you said with about family um and sometimes we lie to family about how we're feeling Mm -hmm. because we don't want them to worry about us um 
Um, I know I have a lot in my family. I'm always like, I'm okay. And, and, uh, and then I'm really like, I'm in so much pain. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I'm tired, but we yeah. don't want them, you know, worried about us. Um, mm-hmm. And you're married now. So how was, you know, how was that with your husband? He sees everything, you know, <laughs> <laughs> do you he find the good, the bad and the ugly. <laughs> yeah, he sees everything. So do you find yeah. yourself trying to hide how you really feel to, you know, with him? Or you? Um, I have, but he'd be like, I know something's wrong with you. He said, what's wrong? Just, yeah. Yeah, but he recommends, even though he don't mind listening and being there for me, but mm-hmm. he thinks that um, having a therapist, someone okay. that um, that can listen, you know, that would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you started looking for a therapist or started that process or? Um, yeah. I have. I was yeah. looking for a therapist, but a lot of them, um, I noticed that they don't accept, I'm on Medicaid. They don't accept yeah. Medicaid. They prefer okay. like the private insurance or you have to pay out of pocket. So okay. I really haven't had any luck with trying to find anyone to talk yeah. to. I know um, I'm on Medicaid also. And um, mm-hmm. I know the doc at the hospital, they have a therapist, but I kind of didn't want that because I already go to the point, the hospital for other appointments all the time. And yeah. it just felt like I was going to another doctor's appointment when exactly. I went to therapy, you know, and then I wanted somebody that kind of looked like me to, mm. to go to as well. And so, yeah. yeah, it's definitely a challenge finding someone. Um, but, you know, meeting other women that are going through what you're going through can be therapeutic too, as well. It doesn't oh, yeah. have to be a therapist. And so I'm glad me and you have connected. So, we can call each other and cry and fuss and stuff and and do all that. Um, Yeah. yeah. So um, the, my podcast is about how willpower kind of activates in our life and helps us keep going, keep pushing. What is willpower to you? And um, Um, when would you say it kind of kicked in in your life? Well, willpower to me is um, not giving up, staying focused, mm-hmm. and just trying to, um, yeah, stay uh, the positive, staying positive. A lot of people, yeah. <laughs> that's why I go to staying positive. Because when your mind, it's amazing how your how your mind once it gets that gets that mode. It's, it's, right. I, sorry, I can't explain it. <laughs> it's no, like, no. Mind, yeah, just being positive with once you get your mind in line. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna get through this like everything else is just right. Yeah, um, yeah, and you know, and I stopped feeling sorry for myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's when it's like after after crying and mad, why me? And I don't deserve this. Then I was right. like, I'm not gonna give being this pity party no more. Right, I'm gonna get through this, take it day by day. You know, and just like I said, speaking, healing over yourself and right. everything. Yeah. Right. That, exactly. That changed my mindset. I got it. Like, I, I got to get through this. I can't say, I got to stop being negative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, I have one more question for you. Um, what is like your, your daily life like? Um, just for someone that's watching and maybe curiously, and like, what is a trip, a typical day for you while battling? Um. You know, if I'm not doing anything, like don't have an appointment or anything else going on, it's just, I don't know. I try to have, I typically have a good day, easy day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. I, you know, just get up, do what I have to do. 
like yeah. any other mom or wife and yeah. you know and at the end of the day especially if you have a family you still got the I like to have my alone time okay yeah and listen to my relaxing music and just just kind of just kind of be at peace you right. know just by myself and my thoughts and you know that that's that's, yeah that's really good for me yeah. anyway right now that's a that's a great point um <laughs> Because I'm sure being a mom and a wife, it's it's a lot of work, especially when you're fatigued and you don't even yeah. feel like getting up out of the bed. Um, mm-hmm. So it's important to have that, like you said, that alone time to kind of get your mind together and be like, okay, I got this, you know, I'm going to get this done and that done, you know, and just find the energy to do all that. It's amazing. I mean, you're such a strong person. You really are to be able to, you know, take care of yourself. Yes, you have a support team, but you also are taking care of yourself, your family, and your husband. I mean, so I commend you. I mean, you're such a strong woman. I'm, I admire you. Yeah. Thank you. Is there anything else you want to share about your story before we end? Um, is there um, anything you want to say that could help an express cancer survivor? Or is there anything else you want to share about your journey and what you've been going through? Um, you know, I just... Um just want to say don't 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 lose hope you know mm-hmm. keep the faith and i'm sorry i want to get emotional again no it's okay it's <laughs> yeah, okay it's okay keep the faith you know yeah. stand firm on your healing no matter what you mm-hmm. know i mean it can be hard sometimes and but you'll get through it you will get through it you will mm-hmm. get through this and um you know um so yeah that's just um <laughs> Yeah, that's all I want to say. It just, yeah, yeah. I know. Um, yeah, and whatever, um, whatever your religious preference is or whatever, just stay prayerful. You know. Yeah. I know it seem um seem hard sometimes. Like you know, like God's not listening, but He's listening. Yeah. Yes, He is. Yeah, He's listening. Yeah. So um, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's it. I, you know, thank you so much for letting me, you know, be up here with you and yeah. sharing this platform with you and, you know, be able to share my story. This is my first time sharing my story. So. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank, thank you for, yeah, thank you for trusting me with it. And um, when you stay strong, you know, and call me if you need to, at any time of day, I'll, I'll answer. And, um, just like you said, stay, stay prayerful. And, mm-hmm. um, and like she said, you know, have a support team, you know, it doesn't have to be family. It can be anyone that to help you get through this because it's a tough battle. And, um, I just really appreciate you being here and, um, right. guys, make sure you like it, subscribe and share it, comment too, ask us questions. And, um, thank you for tuning in, be encouraged, love her will. Bye-bye.